Hey family, it's Natalie Valle, and this is Practical Alchemy, the podcast. I am a multidisciplinary healer and practitioner here to empower you with insightful, powerful, and heart-centered conversations. Our goal here at Practical Alchemy is to share stories, tools, and modalities from experts, teachers, mentors, and friends to help alchemize your life and to remind you that you're always on your journey to evolution and you're not alone in it. We'll dive into topics ranging from wellness, healing, spirituality, dharma, relationships, manifestation, and so much more. Thank you for being a part of this beautiful, supportive community. I can't wait to connect with you in real life at events, retreats, trainings, courses. Thanks for being here and enjoy the show. Hi there and welcome back to Practical Alchemy, the podcast. It feels so good to be here with you and to share today's conversation So funny enough, today's conversation with Kim and Mary was the very first episode that I recorded and it was before I had my studio space sponsor at Allo HQ and I was recording out of my home and we sat in my little ceremony room, my healing room, put up our mics and and just got to it. (laughs) And the first day that we tried to record, the technology stopped recording after 30 minutes and our conversation was two hours long and it wasn't until after our conversation that we realized we didn't record a thing. So this is actually my second episode that I've recorded that you're hearing today. But today's episode is so beautiful, so potent and these two are such dear, dear sisters of mine. I met them in Mount Shasta about... Oof, time is a funny thing with me. I want to say two or three years ago at a spiritual retreat that was being held in Gudu Shasta by April Fender. And that retreat was really uh, such a catalyst for my life. It, first of all, was the remembrance of these beautiful sisters and this beautiful sisterhood of the rose, as we call it. And just finding each other again in this lifetime and remembering that we've been doing this eons, eons, and lifetimes together. And it was also just such a significant moment in my life where I was introduced to this community of people who shared the same mission of helping elevate human consciousness and helping just usher in that new world essentially and Kim Dudine, Kim Dud, she is an incredible writer she downloads and transmits and expresses through the medium of writing such beautiful wisdom powerful information and recently has entered the plant medicine industry and is bringing those codes into the way that that industry does business and really shifting the paradigm within that business by elevating human consciousness and bringing that sacredness into how people relate to these plants and is also a a community creator she brings people together in that way 
and Mary Mullaney. Mother Mary, as we call her, she is an incredible medicine woman. I don't know that she would call herself that, but I so clearly see her in that way. And she is an incredible space holder, a practitioner. She also works a lot with plant allies, different plant allies. And the two together are are just such entangled quantumly entangled beings that honestly sometimes I can't even tell them apart so to have their combined magic in today's conversation is just such a gift and we dive into so many different topics and conversations tangents um you know we we go talking from uh initiations community plant allies codes at code activations and and so much more so enjoy today's episode i hope that you share some of the giggles that we share and i will see you on the other side so full disclosure (laughs) we tried to record yesterday Mm. but ended up having a beautiful two-hour conversation Mm -hmm. that was just for us just for us Mm mm-hmm so weird to be sitting here in the same exact position that we were all were sitting in yesterday and like we had you know beautiful conversation around timelines and our sisterhood and then it's like we're back in this timeline talking about our sisterhood it's like okay how do we meet this now moment Mm -hmm. and truly meet the quantum nature of it if we're saying all we have is now how Mm -hmm. deeply can I drop into this conversation and not be thinking about what we talked about yesterday and oh yeah. can we get that nugget again yeah, yeah, yeah. there was so much gold in that conversation mm-hmm. and also like obviously for the listeners they're like we get it you lost a conversation <laughs> can we just hear this one exactly. but I think it's a huge <laughs> it's a huge lesson in sitting so, here for all of us to yeah. say how present can we be in this moment and how surrendered can we be in this moment that this is always how it's meant to be yeah. that the conversation will always go where and especially since that's our intention where it's most of service and most of help to the listeners to yeah. us um and yeah I think where we started yesterday which by no means we have to start there today but you know a big part of why we're all here is because of this reactivation of our sisterhood together mm-hmm. and those are the codes that we are here to share. We can get deeper into that. Um, Mm. But that has been the definitive catalytic moment in the last two years of my life of finding myself and Mm. seeing myself and having no shame around this really different journey and path that I'm here to walk on. And um, the way I love people can be met in a, in its entirety and I can dream the big dreams of sisterhood and living together in a house yeah. in Topanga for a week and just manifesting that out of nowhere and um, just the beauty of life once you really surrender it to yourself and say, you know what, even though like my dreams and what I know in my heart of hearts is going to make me happy is not the societal norm Um, I don't want to play by those rules anymore. And again, we can go deeper into this. I'm 32 years old. I kind of just blew up my life a little bit. (laughs) So there's a lot of transformation energy, a lot of shifting and 
God to be on the verge of a brand new crisp, crisp chapter of my life mm. feels um, really scary, really intimidating. Um, but also just the fact that I've been so caught by community and sisterhood in this moment, it's just mm. continuously, you know, it doesn't let mm. the ego play games with you made the wrong decision because how could I make the wrong decision? when I am this supported, when I'm sitting in your beautiful ceremony room Mm -hmm. with two of my dearest sisters, Mm -hmm. having a conversation, recording a podcast, yes, but also just being in such deep connection with each other that we can have a two-hour conversation yesterday and still know that we have no idea what we're about to talk about, but um, even just hearing how we speak to each other and how we support each other and how we love each other, Um, I want that to be like the beacon of this conversation because that's, you know, from at least from my perspective, because that's been the beacon for me this month, the last month. I just entered a five-year partnership. So really understanding who I am in the wake of that, you know, loss slash gain slash shift slash evolution. And to be in a space where I can wake up and cry every morning, you know, before you got back from Burning Man, it was just like the raw, raw. Cause I had just come back from Costa Rica, spent a month there healing with community and to be with you guys right now is just such a gift. Mm-hmm. And like, just to remember that, like it's so much more than a conversation. It's a healing circle. Cause that's what happens when we talk to each other yeah. and we share space. And there's no ulterior motive other than sharing space and being present for whatever is on our hearts. Mm. And I just love you both so much, truly. I see myself in you. Mm -hmm. I know you all see yourself in me. And just having you guys as champions in my life is the reason why I've been able to a big reason why I've been able to make mm. these massive changes that I don't know a year, two year version of me ago would have been able to, Yeah, you know, I'm not saying that I, I always knew who I was, but being in our sisterhood has activated that. Resonating so deeply. It's community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's community. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we were talking about some of the practices that have enabled us to mm-hmm. activate certain codes within our lives, right? And having just come back from Burning Man, so I was at Burning Man, what now, three days ago? That's time, it's very weird right (laughs) now. Yes, yes, yes. And coming here, it's like the biggest theme that keeps coming back is just the power, the healing power of community. Yeah. Of being with, aligned souls that see you, that hold you, right? Mm -hmm. That love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All, you know, most Mm -hmm. of human disease breeds in isolation. Yes. Mm. And we've all been really isolated. Mm -hmm. And not just because of the past two years, but because of how society has set up our structures Mm. of leaving your family and your kids for 90% of your week. Yes. And being in an office outside of nature and not getting the full light spectrum on your skin and, mm-hmm. you know, this isolation from who we are and what makes us thrive is clearly showing in our collective rejection of all these structures that mm-hmm. are oppressing the natural ways for us to heal and grow together. Mm-hmm. And community, come unity, mm-hmm. 
is like, is the salve for, I think, a lot of what we're seeing um, coming up lately. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, community. I mean, same thing for me. I was already on this journey and Shasta two years ago when we communed with, I don't know, 18, 20 women. Yeah. All on the same wavelength of I see you, I love you, I support you. That was like a catalyst for me to take a quantum leap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hugely. It's like that collective intention. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't have, I don't feel that we could have had the experience that we had if we were then walking out of the retreat mm-hmm. into like normal life completely isolated from one another as well. Like it was these deep connections that then continued afterwards that allowed us to even drop in that deep, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. it's transformative. Yeah. Alchemy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Alchemy. Yeah. And you're not just in the isolation of your own thoughts and listening to your own narratives all the time you can and the fact that we could be so true and raw and authentic with exactly who we were Mm. I mean the first couple months of our friendship we said the weirdest shit in the world (laughs) we'd be like okay yo uh, I was in meditation or I was in the dream space and this happened and have you ever seen this being it was like yes oh my god you know oh. and it's like you can you can finally talk about <laughs> exactly the paranormal which is the super normal yes um mm-hmm. with someone that's like hey hey you're not crazy and I got you because I've and been I, there before yes. and or I'm right there with you in that pattern I'm right there with you in that delayering mm-hmm. I'm right there with you moving through that program and that's something Mary and I in particular have like a very very special kind of like twin reflection of each other's paths yeah yeah Yeah. I mean do you not remember in Shasta I kept looking at you two and I was like who's who yeah 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 exactly yeah wow and that's a whole nother layer to the reunion too yeah it's like connecting with soul tribe Mm -hmm. you know and connecting with reflections of your soul Mm -hmm. that just allows you to become even more activated, quote unquote, allows Mm -hmm. you to become even more in resonance with your truth. Mm -hmm. Because again, you have that physical reflection in front of you or that you can talk to, you can see. And with all the work that we do, all that we're talking about, it's all very ephemeral, right? It doesn't necessarily have direct physical representation in this reality. So mm-hmm. to have a human being that I can touch, <laughs> you know, that creates yeah. such acceleration. Yeah. It was like that woman today that we yes. spoke to. Oh my gosh, yes. Kim. Mm. While you were deep in the digital world. <laughs> There and I was clean. I was dusting. Oh my gosh, the amount of dust that I cleaned today! Just I'm proud of myself. Yeah. There was a neighbor of mine that walked by, and she was just sharing the news that her four centimeter tumor, she had breast cancer, miraculously just disappeared. Wow. And she was like. You know, it's, it's to that point yeah. of, like, having these experiences that are so ephemeral, so ethereal, miracles. 
Yeah. Right. And then having a person yeah. confirm to you. It's not just in your head. She was like, I have five prayer groups going for me. Of course. And I ate all organic fruit, organic vegetables. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, we forgot to share that mm -hmm. with you. I was like, she was telling me, and I was like, hold, hold up, hold yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to go get somebody. I was like, somebody, Ken, Mary, you got to come listen to this. Well, it's, so, it's so beautiful you bring that up. Yeah. Because, of course, this is coming Angel. up for this conversation. Because yeah. yesterday I spoke with a dear brother, um, and was just kind of learning his, where he is at, um, on his current journey. Mm. And we had this deep dive into like this level that so many of us find ourselves kind of just stuck at, which is like the cognitive understanding of, mm -hmm. yes, okay, I get it. I've seen the studies. Meditation is good for me or yes. Okay. I get it. Yoga helps me be flexible, which is helps my body hold more vitality. Mm -hmm. All of these are concepts that a lot of us can intellectually understand and see the benefit in. And there's a total difference between embodying mm -hmm. that experience yourself, that firsthand experience of, oh my gosh, maybe if it was just for three seconds, but for three seconds, I was just consciousness. Yes. And then the ego is like, oh my God, I'm doing it. And you drop back into yeah. the body. But it's right it's like yeah. expanding that time and space that you can sit in that spot of no ego no space no thing that yeah. you really can start to realize that all this stuff that sounds really woo woo and insane to the third dimensional reality and these humans and these brains um is more real mm. truth is stranger than fiction is the best way to put it yeah. And once you can like really tap into that and embody that, then you can really move through the world as the embodiment of someone who has had their heart chakra, high heart chakra activated by Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene, mm -hmm. who's staring. I don't know which, <laughs> which one, Mother Mary and Mary Magdalene. Truly. <laughs> but truly, like yeah. experiencing these beautiful frequencies for yourself is, I think, what each one of us is here and dedicated to doing mm -hmm. is facilitating the types of experiences mm -hmm. and spaces where people can touch their own divinity. Yeah. Because we're not about saying there's an access point and it's through me. Mm -hmm. There's an access point and it's through plant medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, no, the access point is the portal of your heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And if you're watching on video, we all just pointed. <laughs> <laughs> it's right here, baby. Um, all right. That's so important. Let's just like tap our yeah, heart right. for a second. Like, just take your it. fingertips and tap your heart. Say hi, heart. Hi, heart. I love you, heart. Love you, heart. So something that I wanted to bring up again today was. Yeah activations mm. yeah um, I think we've all been experiencing a lot of different activations downloads of codes receiving of codes through experiences mm. messages mm. conversations meditations right yeah and it's just so powerful because being with you two is so activating for me in itself. Mm -hmm. It's like this soul remembrance, this, this frequency, right? That feels like home. That feels like home, that feels aligned, yeah. that feels pure, that feels mm -hmm. like love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. I was chatting with Sister Mary this morning and we were talking about just, and I think actually maybe you were there too. Maybe I was talking to you. <laughs> 
Seems I don't so. know. Maybe I was talking to Nari. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, talking about the activation that I received in Machu Picchu. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Peru in general. Yeah. And yes. my Inca Trail yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. So it was four day hiking, three night camping. Day two, I wake up and I like full on fevers, body aches, yeah. fatigued. The flu. Yeah. The flu. Right. (laughs) Your body getting well. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And just how that experience led me to do several things. One, to actually pray, Mm -hmm. like for strength, because I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Yeah. And then also tap into my ancestors. Right, all of our ancestors, how connected to the earth they were, no matter where they were, mm-hmm. yeah. and finding the strength from Gaia, from the sun. And since that, like, ex- since that experience, when I finally had my moment of anchoring in, something flipped, and I just powered through summiting. Mm-hmm. And since that moment, I feel like I know that codes within me were activated mm-hmm. of of this warrior yes. and it's felt so like I, I feel so strong mm. yeah. right and and I would love to just mm. chat about experiences that have activated that within us mm-hmm. because when we talk about codes and activation it doesn't have to be yeah it can be yeah. this very ephemeral metaphysical experience mm-hmm. And it is. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. it can be very carnal, physical yes. experiences yes. that unlock yeah. something. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, immediately makes me think of, of so many experiences that I've had in this life of I have moved and danced with disease my whole life. And there have been many moments, many moments where it's been just me alone in a house and I don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I'm in such depth that I, I don't know. And all I can do is be present and lead and walk myself through every now moment, mm-hmm. a breath at a time, a heartbeat at a time. And just know how to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And this is like when we're talking about even your experience, we talk about initiations. Mm-hmm. Like the reason that we experience initiatory passages is to awaken things inside of us that yes. are ancient, yes. that maybe our current human version of us doesn't necessarily have a grasp on, but they're in us they're within us mm-hmm. and that makes me think about all of the warrior codes that have come online and the also the nurturer and the caregiver and the medicine woman and 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 mm-hmm. the space holder that were activated within me for me first because yeah I needed me I didn't have right the story was, I didn't have anyone else around me. Mm. So it's just me. Yeah. If I don't take care of myself, 
then, right? And so I, I was, I've experienced many things like that and no medicine, right? Or whatever. This is just me in my life. And yeah, I really relate to that. I think some of the true seeding of codes have happened in my day to day. And then sometimes these experiences like journeys with medicines, with plants, or going to a sacred site and meditating in a certain way or having a certain experience, a certain ceremony, they just kind of open the doorway more for that information to like really embody itself. But the seed has to be like awakened first, you know, and planted first. And that initiation. Yes. yes. And through our experience, through our day to day, you know, there's so much, I think that's fertile in our fields that we have the ability to actually give care, Mm -hmm. give love, Mm -hmm. give, you know, encouragement to grow, Mm -hmm. to blossom, to bloom. Mm -hmm. But we aren't necessarily aware of it or we aren't seeing it as a gift or whatever it might be. But I feel that all of this really takes place in our experience, right? There's no special moment. There's no moment that isn't now, Mm -hmm. you know, like everything is now. Our life is now. Yeah. It's not, oh, my life is when I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. My life is right now. Mm -hmm. And I know I just like, (laughs) this is like a huge lesson I'm really embodying right now is. Everything is present now. Everything is now. We have the ability to activate, to call upon, to shift entirely, to transform in every now. And it is always available to you. It's always available. And there are moments and windows in time that we can sync up to, you know, such as certain certain experiences that we've contracted to have, right? Yes. But also... Now it's now. I love you. She's just spoken like true Mary. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, even even like today, like a practical example, and I definitely want to get into the activation conversation because that's like what we do when we're around each other and when we're just in each other's fields and sharing downloads and all of it. But even today, like, you know, I was sitting outside, I had a pretty long work day, and I was on, like, my fourth call, and I'm, like, in the story of, like, it's hot out here. Yeah. This fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. I want to get in the yeah. Also, we've had a massive heat wave in Topanga <laughs> yeah. in the last week. Yeah, no, it wasn't, like, it wasn't unkind talk, but I could hear the story looping, yes. right? And I was like, I don't like this timeline. Mm-hmm. And I turned over and went and put, and it takes awareness, right, to be yeah. like, oh, here I am. Yeah. I'm Let me, listening to the suffering protocol. Yeah. I don't have to do that. Yeah. I can quant, I can not even quantumly, I can just choose to shift my timeline mm. and I put in music and I put on like my favorite Ram Dass song. Mm. Mary knows the one. Rami D. Rami D. Oh my God. Uh, oh, such a <laughs> but sit around the fire if you uh, sit around John the fire in John Hopkins. Yes. It is. It probably has over 
2,000 plays on my Spotify yes. at this point. But it always brings me back into that frequency because every time I listen to that song, I'm just – that is, like, such an activating, encoded song yes. slash meditation yeah. that the minute I just, like, put that in my ears and sat, I literally – I like closed my eyes and I opened it and it was sunnier outside. There was a breeze. I could smell the flowers mm. and I was just coming back into my body. And I was like, two seconds ago, yeah. I was in suffering and now I'm surrendered and I'm actually noticing different things. Mm. Wow. How beautiful and being hugged yes. by the warmth out here. Wow. Look how sunny it is. Mm. So like, yeah. an activation can be something like that. Yeah. An activation can it's be programming. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Like it's if we want to yes. think of it in like very science terms, you're literally reprogramming yes. the story, right? Our, yeah. our literal genetic makeup is yes. all just code. Yes. Yeah, your DNA is. So, so you activate information that's yes. art it's dormant, yes. right? With these experiences, yes. you begin to shift the neural pathways. I mean, this is technology. Yeah. Yes. And I really, <laughs> yes. really, this is coming through so strongly. Yeah. I really want to offer that what you admire in other people, you hold. Mm-hmm. You hold. Mm-hmm. What you admire and you see and you wish you, you quote unquote, wish you could be or embody, that is because you're holding that in your yeah. body and your body knows that yeah. you have that same value, you have that same power, you have that same gift. And instead of that's like why there's power of admiration and not jealousy because exactly. admiration is the the flip of that energy into oh I I see mm-hmm. in you what I know is in me mm-hmm. thank you for expanding yes. that and knowing that's possible yes and like even just talking about activations with like you being in in, in Peru and how activating that was mm-hmm. like if we truly understand that the quantum field everything mm-hmm. is happening at all times. Yep there could potentially be a parallel lifetime where you are walking through the same land where your soul was walking in a different incarnation and you are coming to retrieve that or remember that encoding of what you learned and how cool Mary was saying this yesterday, which I want to keep emphasizing. And she rewrote the whole narrative of like, you know, we, you don't have to just look at your past lifetimes and do all this stuff to heal trauma. You can also recruit, mm. right? Is that, that's the word yes. I think you use. Recruit. Yes. Recruit yeah. all the things that you've already mastered. All the parts of yourself that are into this always. Now. Yes. Into this now. Yeah. Yes. Your gifts. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one last thing I'll offer for another, like, angle of activation is something I've been sharing with you guys over the past couple of days is – my amazing, amazing, incredibly fertile partnership that I just quote unquote ended, but really just evolved into a different container mm-hmm. was so activating. And I said to you guys yesterday, yeah. it's such a conundrum and it's such a paradox that at the, I became because of the dynamics of our relationship that challenged me so much and triggered me so much and mirrored to me all of my shit. Um, that I was finally able to clear that and mm-hmm. see myself clearly. Um, I was able to become the person that had the strength to leave the relationship, which is what an activation is mm-hmm. that? And how beautiful was the contract that my previous partner and I, and I had that we were going to love each other so unconditionally that we would trigger each other for five years. Just yeah. look at your shit. Mm-hmm. Look at your shit. Yeah. Look at your shit. Yeah. yeah. 
and my pattern is a big pattern in me that I'm rewriting completely and I'm ending this way of being. If it's occurring in different parallel lifetimes, I'm ending it here and now because I'm aware of it. it. Is. Exactly. Because we are aware of it and mm -hmm. we are consciously aware that we can rewrite. Mm -hmm. Yep. Boom. Yep. And I'm no longer accepting or like, yeah, there's a big piece of us that is, and again, talking about programs that we are now removing from our fields is that this dream life, this dream person you hope to embody mm. is real. And you are, yeah. I think I said this to you the other day, I was like, Mary, <laughs> you know, in one of those moments, yeah. like, Mary, mm -hmm. you know what I think? She's like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think our capacity to like live our dream lives is directly correlated to our capacity to know that we are worthy of accepting it. Yeah. It's at the base of it. It's just, it is worthiness. And mm. if I can know and activate that worthiness program of I'm alive, I'm breathing on a blue marble. This is incredible. <laughs> what else am I here to do but to thrive and to like yeah. help other people thrive? That's it. Like, if you're not here to live your dream life, and I don't mean this big dream life where you're no. a celebrity or whatever it may be, like, no. dreams to feel complete. It's in highest alignment. Dreams to yeah. feel of happiness. Peace. Yes. Of peace. Yes. Dreams to wake up in the morning and literally, like, be like, oh, another day. Yes. Yes. Another exactly. day here on earth. That yes. is the life I wish for everyone. Yes. And that is my prayer right yes. now is that, we all remember that it is not normal to wake up not feeling vital in your body. Mm -hmm. It's not normal to wake up and go spend hours inside or away from your family, not getting your hands in the soil and touching your environment and touching each other's hearts and yeah. sharing. Like that's exactly. We know what makes yeah. human beings thrive. Mm -hmm. And it's time to set up our societal structures to all be supportive of that and yes. not be the direct opposite of what we know makes us ill mentally, physically, and emotionally. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yeah, those are just kind of three perspectives on like what an activation could be. And when talking about activations, yes. And mm -hmm. there can be very intentionally curated activations through the assistance yeah. of allies, Yes. of, of Gaia allies. Yes. Right? Of elders, the mm -hmm. teachers. Of elders. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and something that I want to offer around that is that the way that I see it and that I feel is that those of us that feel called to these allies mm -hmm. have a connection to that ally. It is a true, deep soul call. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about certain places perhaps like Peru holding a specific code for you mm. I find that these allies hold specific codes specific teachings for us in this life just as they have in other lifetimes mm -hmm. so you're talking about it's an intentional contracted mm -hmm. activation I find that when I have actually been sat in a ceremony space and it's really happening in the physical reality, in this conscious, lucid reality. Mm -hmm. And I'm receiving it. What I then have and I experience is very, 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 very purposeful mm -hmm. to my greater trajectory, my greater arc, um, my greater mission, my greater experience, because that's what I'm entering into the space with. Mm -hmm. 
And had I sat with the ally at a different time, it would have offered a different teaching, a different lesson. Well, it's, yeah. it's bringing it back <laughs> yeah. to, to yeah. holding that intention yes, and trusting the divine timing of when those activations yes. happen. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. It's not trusting the yeah. unfoldment. Yes. I think, yes, yeah. exactly. You remind me, I think the last part of that was it's not like um, we're entering into these ceremonies and we're receiving downloads, like just cause. Right? We don't receive these activations, these understandings, these embodiments, these codes, just to have them. They're being activated to be used, to be strengthened, to be empowered, to be shared. And it's, you know, when we bring in medicine into the conversation, there's always a discussion about reverence, about respect, mm-hmm. about right relation, about all of this that, that is really necessary to really preface this with you know I think that yeah there's a time and a place and not every medicine is meant to work with you in this life it's meant to work with you right now maybe in 50 years maybe in five minutes yeah but maybe it's not right now Mm -hmm. and every teacher every ally has a specific frequency to it. So trusting in, as you're saying, the divine timing of these understandings, of these awakenings Mm -hmm. happening in your own unfoldment, your own journey. Just because your best friend or your brother or the person next to you is experiencing something doesn't mean that your experience is wrong because it's different. Right. Or it's quote unquote later Mm -hmm. or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honestly like I think just how <clears throat> it's so powerful how we frame things like when you speak about plant medicine right I really like that we're interchanging between ally and medicine <laughs> yeah. because when you're taking medicine there's kind of this subconscious intention there that you're intending to heal something mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and when you're sitting with an ally you're intending to learn something expand right so yes. it's like Yes, there that interplay in the plant yes. medicine, earth medicine world is really tr- like it's strong. Yeah, knowing what what you're seeking. Yeah, and what you're about to sit with. Yeah, and also like just for some people who might still have like a lot of the very effective um, propaganda against plant medicine, mm-hmm. um, which is just so wild to think how effective something so ridiculous can be that um, that you comes are them, from yeah, the earth. Right, which, by the way, so did your body. Like, where did yeah. you think you grew from? <laughs> like, where did this body come from? Like, you're yeah. just as much a tree as a tree is. And if we were to appeal to the very activated right now linear left brain logical mind that wants to understand point A to point B to point C and how to how does that work um, in order to categorize there, it. The way. Yeah, yeah, it's very necessary. Yeah, helpful. The human brain likes to understand. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I have liked to say, and over the past couple months, I'm like, listen, if NASA came to us and made this announcement, they're like, yeah. you guys, there is this 7 billion year old being yeah, um, that, <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> let's talk to them. What do they know? How much information have they stored? Yeah. Um, that has evolved so past the necessities of the human body 
Um, its waste is useful to the ecosystem. It takes nothing but sunlight and water, and it transforms that into food and into energy. Um, and it has intelligent mycelial networks that literally have electrical currents sharing information. I mean, I could go on and on. You would be like, oh my God, we're, humanity is saved. Like, yes. where did, how do, yes. we, how do yes. we download all the information and a wise wisdom of how this benevolent being came to be? Yes. Oh, right. I can sit with all the information encoded in a psilocybin mushroom. Mm-hmm. That evolutionary trajectory that has truly some of the first sentient beings on this planet were the fungi kingdom. Yes. So again, a seven billion trillion year old, you know, wow. being that you get to sit with yeah. and learn from. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they don't have vocal cords. There's so many different ways of communicating. Just because I often say, like, especially at psychedelics conferences, because I'm in the cannabis and psychedelics world in my um, quote unquote professional life. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these conferences are really medical and clinical, which is amazing and showing yes. a lot of the data behind what it's doing to the brain and blah blah blah. Not blah blah blah. It's very very fascinating and yes. so important. Um, but also I feel like we're kind of monkeys at the computer being like, whoa, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. whoa, look at what it did to this. And it's yeah, like, yeah, you don't yeah. even know what that really is in the brain. Yes. Right like, yeah. truly. And we yes. have to have some, the hubris that we have sometimes in yeah. thinking like, Hey, check out like what we currently understand about, um, what this specific molecule does to your serotonin receptors. Yes. Yes. yes that's so beautiful. Yes. And like the technology we are using today to measure this stuff is going to be laughed at in yep. 10 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was going to say 50 and no, <laughs> 10. 10. 10. Yeah. And we have to just be humble that like we really are evolving. Our technology is evolving at a rapid speed yeah. and we are going to continuously really start to get like the very analytical data points on how much this stuff is affecting us. Yes. Mm-hmm. And especially with like how we can measure light now, what we can see in the energetic field, mm-hmm. even people's iPhones camera mm-hmm. cameras are capturing shit that we mm-hmm. haven't seen with, we can't see with the naked eye. Yeah. That's in your back pocket. Do you yeah. know what governments have and what they can see? Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like there's this technology is available yes. and all this stuff that has been so cleverly, put into society as something you shouldn't touch or taboo or deviant from the social norm, mm-hmm. we're going to be aghast at how helpful it could be. Mm-hmm. When you talk about um, PTSD treatments, why are we allowing veterans to suffer for 20 years yeah. when, and I'm not saying it's a panacea, mm-hmm. but I'm saying it's better than being on 23 different types of medication a day that each has their own symptoms when really, and I'm not saying this is for everyone, mm-hmm. but I have met hundreds of these people yes. now being both from the military community and the psychedelics community mm-hmm. that have sat with ayahuasca or had cannabis introduced as a pain um, management system as opposed to opioids and their life has categorically gotten better they're better fathers they're better mm-hmm. husbands yes. I mean it's just you know it's, it's egregious how much this medicine from Pachamama mm-hmm. is literally like it's like humankind is playing whack-a-mole like we create an illness and she's like i got you yes. we create an illness i got you yes like that is truly i mean 
how the, our earth mother not provide for us in that way mm-hmm. and to think anything less of this being that is able to hold so much biodiversity so much different forms of life this mm-hmm. is an intelligent breathing seed of life that we all came from and she has everything mm-hmm. that we need and that's not an I- idealistic re- like view viewpoint that is a yeah, physical reality. reality yes yeah Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it's my charge in this life to really, really normalize that and bring that back to speaking to the human brain of, Mm -hmm. look, there's a lot of manipulation around this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, And when used in the right way, when used reverently, it can open doorways and pathways to end such unnecessary suffering. Yes. Just a lot of unnecessary suffering and a lot of what we were talking about yesterday, yes, healing trauma, but also full aliveness. Yes. Having microdoses of psilocybin rewire your brain. Yes. Having a clinical MDMA session reignite your serotonin receptors and all of a sudden anxiety is not coming in and you Mm -hmm. have a moment to breathe for the first time in 15 Mm -hmm. years. I mean, these are the stories I hear every day. Yeah. And that is powerful. Yeah. So, yeah. I would love to... And on your current offerings together mm. and what you're co-creating, <laughs> what we're co-creating and what you're co-creating. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Well, Kim <laughs> and I, along with two other dear, dear soul fractals. Who we also yes, met in Shasta, to in Shasta two yes, years ago. Exactly. This is the sisterhood. This is, yeah, <laughs> truly yeah. that life-changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the four of us created this collective, our sh- stewarding, shepherding, really, mm-hmm. this entity, this collective, one frequency. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I would, yeah, just to add to that, you know, the whole, this concept of one frequency was, um, yeah, was really um, gifted to us. Yes. And when you're gifted something so special to birth, and when you're all so aware that, like, this isn't coming from, like, Kim or Mary or Katrina. It is this thing in the collective consciousness that is seen mm-hmm. an in resonance, high integrity, physical vessel for, through which it can be birthed. Um, that's when you're, like, hands up in the air. Like, we're just... <laughs> gonna allow this to be exactly what it wants to be um because I will admit at first you know it was like oh we're this is amazing I found my sisters like we create such beautiful space together we have to share this we have to share this and create these spaces everywhere and light people up with how beautiful it is to be in space with people that see you and want to create authentic containers to connect and heal and scream and cry and Mm -hmm. laugh and play Mm -hmm. and um create ceremony and remember how to live in a ceremonious ceremonious way together um and it's just consistently surprised us on how much this collective that we call one frequency which truly we intend to hold the codes of unity consciousness Mm -hmm. of yeah unity um has just moved on its own and like come to us and Mm -hmm literally out of nowhere will be like we have to hold together in Joshua Tree. we have to do this mm-hmm. this is coming up mm-hmm. and for all of us to have such deep trust in each other 
um, and each other's gifts and what we're here and how much reverence we have for this thing, this beautiful thing that has asked us to bring it into the physical realm. Um, yeah, that's been like the key behind everything that we do with one frequency. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I love you both so love much. You. Thank we. <laughs> Thank we. <laughs> Thank we. Oh.